This is a reminder from Chicks with Dice. Get fucking vaccinated. Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. The same coin is back in full swing this week, and I'm excited for you to hear this episode. But before we go in, I want to add a content warning. There's some very impassioned yelling in this episode. If you believe that will affect your ability to enjoy it, skip forward 10 seconds from the second interstitial use of the theme song. The timestamp is around 42 minutes. I also want to let you know about something extremely exciting. Next Friday, we'll be releasing our Hanukkah special. We're joined by one of our other partners, Ray Enzi, and the cast of Kosher Queers for part one of our Visigoths vs. Molgoths adventure. I'm super excited for you all to get to hear our extremely us winter holiday special this year. With all that out of the way, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Naturally push air out because of pressure differentials, the air above. So we just need to figure out where the air is going and follow that. This is a circular cavern. So what is like the, the network connects back onto itself, but in a way that makes it very difficult to get out of such that you are prone to taking a lot of wrong turns because of the direction of airflow. So you follow the airflow and it leads you in a circle and you have been walking for quite a while. You're not actually sure you've made any progress because this section of cave looks very familiar. Okay. Does anyone have a way we can mark the caves? Uh, Cobb scoring is probably easiest way to mark the caves. Yeah. Blaster shot. Okay, okay, so perfect. if we see that blaster shot, we're back where we were. Easy enough. Do you continue following the wind? <laughs> sure. You, sure enough, wind up exactly at the same place you just were after a little while. So, have you been... Can I... 
look, Isti, what if you just followed your gut? Been pretty good through most of your life, right? Trust your gut. If I have learned anything here, it's that I don't think I can trust my gut. Well, what's it telling you right now, sir? It's telling me that I am capable of great evil things. I saw that. Right. All right? But you're also capable of making a choice not to. Not set in stone. Right. But what you are saying is... Okay, let's just lay the words out. You want me to trust my instincts, right? You want... Not all paths of the force lead to the dark side. How... Every... Okay, I'm just gonna say, hypothetically, everything we see here, it's the force, right? Okay, they can move stuff. They can hypnotize us. I don't know. Every last bit of this has been in an effort to deny us our free will, to keep us as prisoners, to effectively... To trap us, basically, is what you're getting at, right? Well, effectively institute a eugenics program is what I'm getting at. This is a society that just values force users, we'll say. Right. And if this is what comes of using the force in its purest form or whatever, most balanced form, I don't want to touch that, Tina. I can't push that far enough away. All right? The, don't be balanced. The force has a light side and a dark side, right? I don't know. <laughs> All of the books that I read about the Jedi Empire be praised that the Jedi are gone, but... Everything I've read says that they use the light side of the force. Aren't you... Were you originally made to kill the Jedi? Uh, No, sir. The Jedi had already been killed by the time we were made. No, okay, sorry. I'm generalizing. Clones. Clones were made to kill the Jedi. Clones were made to serve the Galactic Republic. Okay, sure. Yes, and Supreme Chancellor Palpatine... Gave you the order. Why? There is no good to come out of trying to manipulate the universe in your favor. Maybe not if you're institutionally powerful like the Jedi were, but one person can... Okay, there's no way for us to get out of these caves unless you do, is what I'm gathering from the nature of these trials. I, If you use whatever abilities you may have... Just get us out and then never touch them again. Can't do it, Tanner. Then I guess this is where we make a stand and hope we don't die. And the rest of Gold Squad just waits for us. I mean, your short-range comms should still be working on your bucket, right? It doesn't get up to them. Not down here in the cave network. Do I have... What do you have for audio transducers on that helmet? Just standard Imperial comm chip. I also have, um, I don't know if it'll specifically help, but I do have a Privacy 7 audio curtain with me as well, which could theoretically be used to boost output if we reverse the polarity on... Okay. I see where you're going with this. No, no. No. Okay, between you and me, because I got this thing... We should be able to use your privacy curtain to essentially sonar map these caves. Interesting. We'd still have to reverse the polarity on the transducer 
but it's possible if we just overload it with enough ionized energy that it produces a... No, okay. So I should be able to make your HUD change from audio. You're going to be deaf during this process. I'm sorry, but your HUD will be displaying the audio information. I should be able to make that happen. Okay. You no, know, I, I think I've, I follow the logic of it. I'm just techno babbling at you to make it sound more convincing <laughs> for the podcast. Can I roll the mechanics? Yes. <laughs> or computers? Roll, roll a uh, roll a hard mechanics. Do we want to throw a force die in there as well? But like, but it be thematically appropriate. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, you know what? Throw a force die in there for me. <laughs> one success, one threat, and one dark side point. <laughs> um, this is normally a fairly complicated procedure that you require a lot of specialized tools for. You don't have those tools, but... It seems like everything just falls into place like you need it to with the rudimentary set of tools that Tina carries with him. As if the machine yields to your will. Okay, now, if I'm not mistaken, um, go ahead and put on your helmet. Okay. Uh, give me a thumb... Oh, wait. Pull, pull the helmet up. Give me a thumbs up if you can't hear me. I'm gonna keep talking to you. And I'll swap a couple Roger. wires. Um, okay. Anything? I mean, you can still see out of your helmet, right? Like, no? Okay. I can Um, still hear you, too. Really? Try. Um, Okay. Oh, I think I need to bypass this capacitor. Okay. How about now? Got anything? Okay. Perfect. Now I'm going to turn on (laughs) this audio emitter now. Oh, guys. This is going to be loud. I apologize. Click. Do you have a map? Are you getting anything? You should be getting a readout. I don't know what you're saying, but I have a map. Go, go. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. It's still plotting out. Um, if we, that way. You follow Tina for a little while and you end up exactly where you started somehow. Sorry, I think we're back where we started. I don't know how that happened. It's like the map was shifting while I was walking, which I guess makes sense because I was moving, but I'm normally better at reading maps. SD, yeah. if I can make a suggestion. Of course, Plex. You're the one who wired it up. Maybe you should put the bucket on. It's gonna be a tight fit. All right, <laughs> take the bucket off. Oh, Criff, ah. Yeah. Um... Am I talking loudly? Oh. Sorry, I yeah, being... Tina, a little bit loud right there. No, um, I Plex makes a very good point. Given that I am the one that designed the system, maybe um, it will be a little more intuitive for me to wear it. If you're okay going without your bucket, as long as it gets us the crif out. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, hit the curtain again. Loud, annoying noise. Um, what do I see? You see a detailed map of the caverns. Okay. I'm and you see with... a pretty clear 
circuitous route that you might have gotten lost on if you weren't paying attention perfectly to the various um, elevation lines that indicates that you must have gone the wrong way, that you should have gone up somewhere. Okay. Uh, can I figure it out? Give me a force die. We're not only dragging Space Dumpster kicking and screaming into force use, we're dragging Erica into force use. (laughs) (laughs) Too dark side. (laughs) Well. You arrive at the spot where you're supposed to go up, but you don't see any branching paths. The map says there should be a way up, but all you see is just the path that you've been on. There is supposed to be a path here. Teener motions for you to take the bucket off. (laughs) There is supposed to be a path here. Well, it doesn't look like there is. I just see walls. I'm going to walk through the wall. You walk towards the wall. And as... (laughs) (laughs) Where there is intended to be a path, the wall looks completely solid right up until you step into it and then through it. It's a Criffin hologram. Where's it powered from? I don't give a shit. Let's get out of here. Right. Uh, Roger, everyone Roger. Everyone? <laughs> Force of habit. <laughs> Force of habit. I'll shut up. All of you run through the wall and out back to the main cavern. Uh, it's... Oh, Thank God. How did you nope. know there was an illusion there? Um, because sound was penetrating it. It was on our map. You just, it was kind of hard to read because of it's not... the elevations on top of each other. Interesting. It's well hidden. I mean, I doubt they tried it... to hide it from like acoustic sonar, but uh, that's the thing about holograms. They don't tend to stop sound. Did you? Huh. But why didn't I see that? I'm a very, usually very good at tracking and maps. Yeah, we might want to check your color vision, because, um... I can see color fine. We went through all of those exams on Camino. Oh, okay. Um, listen, it, we're all very stressed. I don't know. This is not the time to talk about it. Right, let's keep going. Weapons out. Can you rewire my bucket? Or... Yeah. Um, yeah, that shouldn't take two seconds. You have made your way back into that main cave area, and to your surprise, it doesn't appear that there is anyone there. Now, these guys could be around any of these corners. This place is a maze, so just keep your toes, you know, keep light on your toes. That's the saying. Keep light on your toes. Um, uh, what, what I've heard, sir, is keep your toes pointed forward. Well, yeah. But, but what if you're bringing up behind? And what if you don't know which way is forward? Because the caves are a maze. Uh, for, forward is always the direction you're facing, sir. Isty. Regardless, we know <laughs> these people are capable of brainwashing, which means we cannot trust anyone. Okay? Outside this group. I assume hmm, we can address that later. Um, Speaking of which, actually... um. I have something for you to take. 
Tanner hands you a little like beverage container, like a juice box, like a Capri Sun pouch, but futuristic. Uh, this is a antifungal. You're telling me that Corellian Sun, like the juice I drank as a kid, also works as an antifungal? Uh, no, this just looks like Corellian Sun. That makes a lot more sense, considering the amount of uh, ringworm I got as a kid. Um, um, you probably will also not turn into like a silvery liquid when you drink it, unlike Corellian Sun. Now, I believe... That's why I drank Sunny Sea. I can understand how you might have been mistaken having grown up in the last, you know, what, 10 years on Camino. Your only access to the outside world was through our, uh, you know, hollow monitors. But those are what we call commercials. And uh, I do not believe those kids were actually melting into a puddle of liquid metal. Okay. okay. Can we well, keep we... moving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. right. But yes. Remember. Could call sir. Trust no one. We don't know who's on their side. Right. And do you drink the liquid is the question. Okay. I trust okay. Tiener. Despite okay. having just said trust no one. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like. Tiener isn't no one. Trust trust no one apart from our crew. On Camino, they only ever let us have juicy juice. It was very weird. Like, he wanted to have other kinds of juice, but they only ever let us have juicy juice. And they would buy the cans and then pop a thing in the can with the old style of can opener. 100% juice for 100% clones. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's the plan? Are we going going back to the room? I would like to go back to gather the rest of the men. They... And then... Okay. Get the criff out? Where do you think the first place they're going to look for us is? Well, are we just we proposing just... that we abandon... No, 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 no. But we have to... Okay, we can't just, like, stroll back to our room. No, of course not. We need to be stealthy. I would wager that they've got enough cameras in this place that sneaky ain't enough. We've actually been to the security room where they keep all of the footage. Tina and I passed it. I think it would be also fairly useful to erase the footage of us having, you know, fled the scene of the exploding boiler room. Yeah, I can can take care of that. Um, I've been brushing up, not to brag or anything, but I've been brushing up on my slicing skills. So, like, pretty good. I, I... absolutely trust you implicitly do you want to have reba come do do you want to try to get reba i mean i guess reba can come with me it's more of a just having she's gonna be judging me the whole time you know how reba gets right whatever you know what it'll be it's it'll be fine she'll 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 come and and you know if if everything goes well, she'll just be there and she'll say, good job, Keel. And I won't understand it because I don't understand droid. Um, and if I don't do a good job, well, then we'll know because there will be alarms, I'm sure. Yeah. Are, are you sure you want to, like, 
you know, having just read slicing for dummies, like try to do this rather than nobody looks up. Nobody buys slicing for dummies data pads anymore. It's all on the holonet. Well, regardless, you just go to Holotube and look up a video. If there is a chance of us causing a security alert. Like it'll maybe be fine. Should... Uh, I will have Reba there. So I, they already so... know we're out and about. Like, not to mention, is they we kind of have already caused the security alert. Yeah, yeah. We probably and shouldn't they... be standing around talking about this. Um, yeah. You know, do what? we want to go okay. to security Let's room get... first or our quarters? If it's our quarters, we need to be ready for a fight. I think we need to be ready for a fight regardless. Well, yes, but like in a like you know, prepared way. Okay. Um first things first, I think it's probably prudent of us to just make sure everyone's got their picks charged and everything. Quick check, does anyone need anything? Oh, unless you've got my bronzium necks. Which I doubt you would, because do you need a do you need a blaster SD? I mean, I'm not great. Tina hold Tina holds up a spare pair of bronzium nooks. <laughs> Wait, does Tina uh, just have? Tina keeps backup weapons for all of you. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's what's in his giant ass backpack. <laughs> now. That- Unless tracks. you have a uh, web repeating blaster in there, I don't think a firearm's going to go for me. Um, no, we left the e-web back on the ship. It, yeah, and it was a joke. There's no way that you could be carrying it. Anyhow, um, thank you. Uh, let's get a move on. Okay, now that you've done your strain recovery, hit me with those force dice so we can get that written down too. Hit me with your force die. Come on and hit me with your force die. I rolled a fucking light side. So fire away. I rolled one dark side again. Uh, one dark side. Should I roll one since Tina is acting as a player character here? I think that's reasonable. I, but only Tina's if you roll a light just, side. Tiener's just a GMPC. I don't point. believe in GMPCs. <laughs> I rolled on side. If GMPCs go, I kind of like Tiener. Roll half a force die. <laughs> okay, you have half a light side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like how Mercedes has 284.5 points in the championship. Exactly. I was thinking more along the lines of um, somewhere within this facility... If you can escape the Dread Temple Guards, you will also find the other half pendant that gets you one more light side point. (laughs) Similar to Legends of the Hidden Temple. Are you ready to head into the facilities? Right now, you are in the main cave room. I'm going to point to things on a map. Sorry, listeners. Ooh. Okay. The stairs to floor one are ahead of you. There's also the sauna over here. And this has pipes connected to the boiler room, which corresponds to the boiler room over here on floor one. Can I have you guys each roll a average stealth check? One success. One success, one threat. 
One success, one threat. You know what? That's three successes. Do we win the game? No, but you you don't get spotted this time. You make your way towards the crossroads that you came to previously. It seems as though the guard that is sitting in front of the boiler room, which is currently to your left, is very preoccupied with sorting through and sifting through debris in an attempt to locate the paleontologist who Giel and Tina know is absolutely definitely deceased, despite your best efforts. You hear an occasional grunt and him calling out a name, Jesk. Seems a little tragic as you sneak past. Keel, the thought crosses Keel's mind Mm -hmm. to use the side panel ventilation stuff, but ultimately he decides to just keep moving. Okay. As you make your way down the hallway, you come to that T-junction where you and Tiener almost got caught last time, where you had entered the wall panels. And you are... Let me roll a quick little luck. That's a dark side, baby. Okay, can I have whomever among you has the highest perception roll average? It's not super difficult to spot people, so much as the difficulty comes from remaining hidden when you do. Uh, we did get two threats on the stealth roll. Do we want to throw a black die? Yes. Aaron, please roll a black die as well. (sighs) Sorry. No problem. Um, yeah. So that's one success and one threat. Okay. Plex, just before you round the corner, knowing going straight forward will take you to Zunab Tarsk's office, probably the most heavily guarded place in the compound right now. Before you take a step down the hall, you pause, you hold up a hand, and in the silence, you hear clack, 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 like footsteps of someone, I guess it'd be, yeah, it's footsteps of someone wearing dress shoes with wooden soles. (laughs) (laughs) There's someone ahead, hard soled. Are they walking toward us? I don't know that you can tell that from your role. I'm not sure. It's bouncing around. Um, okay. We should probably set up an ambush just in case. Right? Do I have time to enter the panel? You would have to be on the other side of the corner to do gotcha. so. Gotcha. Is there a panel on our side? There is not. Okay. How would you like to handle this? Well... Plex is going to move to the back, so at least the clones can take up a closer position. Yes, sir. Do you want us to... Um, Tina and Kippen have their help, have their buckets off for extra quiet at the moment. Do you want us to shoot to kill here, sir? No, just I say we do what we need to. What? Wow. Whoever's looking for us? Because people tend to scream when they get killed. We can determine when they're down. That's true. Either way, either way, a blaster is going to make a lot of sound. We got to do what we got to do to take care of ourselves. Then we've got to probably go hand to hand. Um, I don't know who else has one, but I, I have see you. this. And Tina pulls out a combat knife. 
It also helps I, me move I'm no faster. good with... <laughs> you... <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, move faster. I mean, if you want me to just jump on him, I, I'm assuming. If you want me to just jump on them and like take them to the ground, we don't know how many there are. If there's like more than two, I'm not going to be any good in a hand to hand combat fight. You, you look at me. I'm a twig. No, uh, not a twink. You're... I'm a twig. Okay, maybe a little bit of twink. Okay, this isn't a conversation for right now. I only Fine. heard the one. Fine. If it comes down to it, I will do my best, but I need, I'm going to uh, okay. need help. Q, here's the thing that I think needs to happen is that if we, we need you with your blasters ready to fight, should the need arise. Okay. This is right. currently I'll, I'll a... I'll stay back. Stay back for now. It'll be me and Issy, and I'll, you know, put the knife and Issy can... Pew, 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 with the fists. I believe I'm reasonably certain that the best course of action is for us to try they're, to take this guy out quietly. They're almost there. Okay, just do it. Estee? We're gonna do it. Just do it. Yeah. I'm ready. Jog his memory. Oh right, I forgot I picked up that lightsaber. Thank you for jogging my memory. <laughs> <coughs> you do not have a lightsaber. <laughs> That would be incredibly loud. Um, I prepare myself to jump. Basically, I I get myself in like a three point three point start, and you're prepared to basically tackle as soon as this person rounds the corner. Mm-hmm. As tension in this moment builds, the buzzing of the lights above you fills the hallway with a sort of electric silence. The buzzing tension and the buzzing lights match in frequency as your heart starts to race as the steps get closer and closer and closer. And the camera follows everyone tracking their feet. We see Plex in the back and then Keel and then Kippen and Tina, whose shoes are identical. And then SD, whose shoes are about two sizes bigger than anyone else's. <laughs> and... And one of Esty's hands as well. And one of Esty's hands, yes, because he's in a three-point stance ready to, you know, defensive line. Mm-hmm. And then the camera pauses at the corner as it does a little half rotation or a quarter rotation. And then it tilts up at like a Dutch angle. So very slowly it reveals a man in a pair of khaki cargo shorts and a autumnal polo. He looks like he's really geared up for fall weather, other than the fact that his cape is a rainbow sort of tie-dye clashing with the fall colors of his polo. Um, He does not wear a mask. His arms are uncovered. The camera kind of gives us this view of multiple different marks from having been injected with poise. And as he steps towards the camera, he walks past it. And we have a shot of the empty hallway. And then we hear the sound of SD bull rushing his mother, Criffer. Can I have you roll a uh, brawl check? 
I'm I'm gonna pull an Emma here. Do I get any blues for like for the element of surprise? You get a blue die. It's not pulling it. What pulling an Emma? I'm playing You're the game. Always asking for boost dice. You all that's that's but that's how you play the game. That is you how you play the game. I don't I don't play games. I'm not a gamer. Um, what's your roll? One advantage. How many dice? <laughs> what did you? Ha, what? Oh, that's, that's rough. Yeah. That's okay. I think an advantage is enough that you are able to bowl this guy over. You're not necessarily hurting him. You're just knocking him down. The silence is broken by two powerful, like, thudding footsteps. And then a... As this guy gets pushed into the wall and, like, has the wind knocked out of him and then dropped onto the ground, Tina is going to come up from basically having just been following you. Uh, are you okay if I spend a light side point here to upgrade one of Tiener's dice? Hey, as, as long as he's like a part GMPC, I'm okay with you taking whatever dice. So that is an... Okay, three successes total. <laughs> so Tina rolled three successes, which is exactly enough damage to straight up just kill this guy. Uh, So Tina, as SD has this guy pinned, comes in and does the, does like a tactical move with his knife and quickly slits the guy's throat in as little detail as humanly possible to save our listeners from having to listen to gory descriptions of someone dying. Tina does a thing that kills this guy and you hear and then nothing. You've managed to take a guy out, which is good. Um, you now have to deal with the body, though. Okay. Um, really well done. Um, surprisingly quiet. Where do we put him now? Um, we could put him in the boiler room with the other body. We'd have to take out that other guy. I don't think that's for the best. Um, I know... You've got a fairly good sense of direction being a pilot and all. Are we near that wall panel that we crawled through? Yeah, it's just around the corner. Uh, it's an easy enough spot to stash your body then. I'm I'm game. Okay. Uh if there's no objections. No, um I'm gonna see if I can't tie something around his neck because right now, um we are leaving a fairly obvious trail. Right, I probably could have... Yeah, they probably were less bloody ways to have done that. Tina, nope, it's nope. fine. Tina, safe. you did a good job, but we'll I'm just... back to help with that. I don't think Victor's going to help with that. I was asking out of character. I don't... If we can use it as a clotting agent, I don't know what it does. <laughs> I just, I don't know that Victor's going to help someone who's already dead. Yeah, uh, it's okay. I'll just apply a neck tourniquet. Like I learned in the Corellian Scouts, and um, should should be able to drag him off. 
Tina very quickly, like, unclips this guy's cape and wraps it around his neck. Fairly quick solution and, like, mops up the rest of the blood with the cape. This will just get us. Let's. Yep. Yep. Let's get out of here. So as you finish stuffing this guy into the wall panel and make your way to the turbo lifts, you press the button and you very nervously wait for the lift, hoping that it gets to you fairly quickly because you really need to keep moving and standing still here is not a good idea. In fact, it's such a bad idea that as the door opens, you see coming down the hallway towards you well you don't see it so much as hear it first as you're waiting for the lift to arrive you hear the horrible terrifying goofy music coming from down the hallway and then you see a equanimator wearing full regalia suit tie tall mask that is uncannily inhuman and a cloak that is from what you can tell hand dyed in their personal colors of office and this equanimator happens to be carrying attached to a very long hose and some very heavy proton packs a lightsaber that they click on and they lift up a, they lift up their other hand and say the five of you will wait there as a mist sprays out towards you all of you happen to be currently immune to poise thanks to Tina so this does not take effect Keel, get up to the room get everyone to the ship I promise what about- I will meet you there alright you're, n- you're not gonna make it buddy I I have to Sir, you criffin better. I'm. I'm not I'm staying here with you. I'm not letting a criffin Jedi stick around. I assume this is Kippen. This is Kippen. Kippen looks yep. so very different from how you're used to seeing him. SD just like holds up his fist for Kippen to bump. Let's get cute with it. Has the elevator? Has the repulsor lift come down yet? Yes. As the elevator dings, ding. Kippen starts firing. Who all is going in the elevator? Plex, Keel, do you attempt to stay? Keel is firmly planted, and he's got his blaster out, and is actively firing. Can I have you roll for me? Uh, This one's not one we do often. Resilience. Difficulty? Opposed. Uh, two successes and an advantage. Emma, you rolled very well. Tina rolled Wait, four successes and an advantage. I misread that one. One success and two advantages. Okay, Tina rolled four successes. Okay. Um, okay, so before we drop into initiative here, Emma, can I have you roll a uh, ranged light at medium range? I assume because you have blasters. A range light at medium range mm-hmm. at a black die because Tina is pulling you. So that's an average check, right? Yes. Um, that is two successes and an advantage. Okay. Um, 
Who are you aiming at? Because there um, are the dudes carrying the proton I'm, packs. I'm fine. I am firing blindly. I'm I'm just getting blaster shots out there. Suppressing Okay, fire. so you're going to hit someone. Yeah. The yes. choice is, do you want to hit the guy with the lightsaber, or do you want to hit one of his helpers? How many minions are there? Uh, well, it's ten to a minion, so... I'm sorry you set me up. Um, <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> I was fully expecting that. There are four minions. Four minions? Okay. I want to roll for this one. I don't want to choose. Uh, so. Okay, so roll a d10 and then divide by two. That's a six. Did you assign these mentally or should I have assigned them? So one of the minions. Ten, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a minion. Okay, how much damage do you do now that I've t- talked my way into confusing myself? Two successes and advantage. That is nine damage plus an advantage. So um, I'm going to throw that blue die to whoever goes next against them. Good news, which is to say, Keel, as you get dragged back, a wild blaster shot rings out and we get we get a bullet time on keel's blaster shot we get the bullet time in (laughs) profile this This is fine until just before the impact we cut to the minion's face as it as they get hit and there's an expression of pain (gasps) and they're dead we cut back to the elevator doors closing keel teener and plex you are on the elevator Kippen SD, you're about to fight a fully powered equanimator. As the doors close and we see uh, SD and Kippen, um, right after we get that shot, we cut to Keel. He slams his fist against the door. Mother Criffer! Keel! Keel! Look, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I know, I know this isn't what you wanted. I know, but if... I can't, I can't lose him. I can't lose him. We won't. He's got Kippen. I trust You're right. all You're of right. my we brothers gotta... I... implicitly. And I just, we need to trust this D and we need to trust Kippen they wouldn't I, have stayed if they didn't think they could win. You you know what he did on Mintuin. But I think something's different here. On Mintuin, he was resigned to whatever he had to do for us. I don't think this is a resignation. I think this is rage. I and just hope you're right. Who knows? I just hope you're right. I... Plex, is it something at all you can say here? I'm that bastard. Well, I told them if either of them die, they're immediately fired. We have our own mission to do now. Okay, yeah, you're Plex right. Plex is like very stern and serious right now. Roger, sir. Uh, yeah, Keel. <sighs> yeah, everyone else is going to escape with us, and then we're going back in. Okay. SD yeah. is not going to be... Yeah, let's just get this done. Yeah. I think we need to go out a window. There's no way that the entrance isn't guarded. Yeah, let's just... Let's just 
Go to the room, get everybody else. Tina grabs Keel's hand. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Mission first. Let's do this. And Tina ducks out of the elevator. The camera stays in the elevator. So we saw Tina from behind do the... This is a Boondock Saints thing, now that I'm thinking about it. Yep. He does the Boondock Saints. Um, And then says, we're all clear. Let's go. The camera is facing towards the elevator as the doors close, and it kind of focuses in so you only see the doors. And then as it pulls out, you start to hear a crescendo of blaster fire and the hum of a lightsaber, and you're back on SD, and we're back on Kippen. SD, please roll initiative. Uh, two successes and a triumph. <laughs> Dang! Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay, so our slots are as follows. PC, NPC, PC, NPC. How would you like to spend your triumph? How does that work? I don't know what a triumph during initiative does. Here we go. A triumph gets you plus one maneuver in the first round. Ooh. Then maybe I'll go first? Sure. Kippen? Sir. Cover and fire? Right away, sir. I am going to start running toward the man with the lightsaber. A sentence no one should ever say. You will not control me. You will not control my friends. And you will not leave this room. And I... I am very angry. I want to charge into this man and just, like... You know, you know, like, the don't hit yourself thing? Mm-hmm. I want to grab his wrist break it so that his lightsaber goes into his chest. <laughs> That's what I want to try to do anyway. Okay. You are heavily emotional. You're trying to break this guy's wrist. Roll a force die for me. Two dark side. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to use the dark side for this one, buddy. Well, I mean, I don't know how I would be using the light I don't side. I how you'd be using the light side in this situation either. Because um, none of this is intentional, but... Okay, can I have you then roll a... Brawl? Sorry, or... I shouldn't interrupt. Whatever you want. Yeah, I was going to say it's either a brawl or melee. Does this dude upgrade his difficulty? They have adversary one. One success, one advantage. The way that this force power manifests is, depending on the number of pips you want to spend, add that many additional successes. So... I rolled two dark side pips. Yes. So you can add two, up to two additional successes. If you would like to potentially be able to use the force again, you're going to need to save one of those pips. Uh, yeah. Going to put both of them in there? Mm, I'll put one. That's fine. Okay. I could probably so, be angrier. That's fair. Uh, how much damage are you doing? So that would be a total of five. Okay, it is an NPC slot. It's going to be the Equinimiter's turn. He's going to... Wielding his lightsaber... Switch hands, because it seems like there's been some damage to his primary hand. And he's going to swing at you with his lightsaber. Now, interestingly enough, consequence 
of the fact that he's using his offhand is going to add a black die. I'm gonna add a red die to the difficulty check because he does not have the necessary skill to wield his unwieldy weapon. And I think that should be the roll. That is two advantages. Okay. Seeing as the weapon is deeply unfamiliar in his in their left hand, and the weapon is in and of itself due to the nature of the fact that it is a connected powered blade rather than a freestanding lightsaber, it is unwieldy to use. And the equinimeter swings, aiming for Esty's head, just trying to really go for that killing blow. It seems like these beings who use lightsabers in this temple area thing, this church of balantology, if you will, seem to all favor a very aggressive style of lightsaber. And this aggressive style leaves them open to many, many consequences. In this case, missing horribly. And SD, you duck just a little bit as the blade zooms over your head. And it is now Kippen's turn. Kippen is going to use a maneuver to aim and fire upon the... Still currently at medium range because you guys, you ran towards him rather than the other way around. Mm -hmm. I used two maneuvers because I got an extra. So he, Kippen is going to fire on the equanimator. Extra, extra maneuver about it. Kippen. You know, the blue die saved him. Um, single success. <laughs> In the moment that you have the lightsaber blade swing past your head, Kippen opens fire. And it looks like a blast is headed straight for the equanimator when the lightsaber spins around, swings around his wrist. The blast is reflected away. He's using his reflect four ability. All right, yeah. Um, so for three strain... Before soak is applied, we reduce the damage by six, which cancels out all damage. But he's got three strain. And now it is the minions' turns. They're going to fire at Kippen, because they do not have a clean line of sight on you. And they're going to get closer so it's easier to hit. Um, a startling exact wash. Uh, top of initiative. Who would like to go next? I will. Okay. Hit him with um, your best shot. I want to like, I'm I'm super up close to him, mm -hmm. and I would like to make a bad motivator check. Yep. <laughs> On the lightsaber. Yes, if 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 you'll allow it, I will allow it. You should upgrade that once for the fact that you're targeting his weapon, so that I'm going to add the adversary for that. And I'm also going to spend a dark side point. Okay. Here's how that's looking. Four advantages, three failures. <laughs> Oops. 
Don't you just love it when the first time your bad motivator check fails is this crucial moment? But what that's not going to do, since that's not actually an action, it's just a thing, um, is try to uppercut him in the jaw. Sure, go for it. Okay, we got three successes and a triumph. Okay, okay, that's six damage coming at him then? That is six damage. And a crit. Roll on the, roll some D100 and I'll tell you what the crit is. Uh, 47. 47. A head ringer. A plus one purple die to intellect or cunning checks until end of the encounter. So not very useful, but appropriate for my described action. Absolutely. (laughs) I think what I'm going to do so that the triumph isn't completely useless, because I don't know that intellect or cunning is going to come up in the rest of the encounter. I'm just going to have him go last. You've arrived back at your room. I should have known you'd show up. <laughs> no hologram, Devin Lundick, you don't exist in reality. <laughs> oh, I'm in your headplex. You see, unlike those other weak force projections, my strong will allowed me to stay, and I'll be here forever. Plex, you're haunted by the ghost of Devin Lundick III. <laughs> Roll for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. How how do you go in? How do you open the door? Bargingly. Basically, you barge and crash the door in, getting into this room where you find a laser-focused group of three clones. Two clones? Three clones. Three. Three clones and two droids with their blasters trained on you. We heard alarms. uh, Tina, Plex, Keel, where's Kippen? Fighting. Also fighting. Oh, why aren't we going to fight then? Do we know that they're called equanimators? No, not really. Okay. Plex might. Might I? Yeah, you've read the handbooks and Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we got SD, we're gonna get out, and an equanimator showed up. So why aren't we running back down there to go and join the fight? With due respect, sir, if there's a Jedi, I wanna wreck it. I don't know, Teener, why aren't we there? Because I trust SD, and I trust Kippen, and we needed to get this lot out of here. Or at least bring them back with us. It's... Right. The longer we stand we gotta... here arguing about the decisions that have already been made, the longer it takes for us to help SD. I just... I don't understand why we're leaving him there alone. I... Whatever. We can talk Captain. about this later. We can talk about this later. Let's just get the criff out of here. With due respect to Kiel's anger, why aren't we going back down? You know what? I'm criffing done with this. That mother... Mother Criffer wants to throw his life away. Fine, let him. I'm done. Keel, I don't... 
Let's get a move on. Grab everything we brought. We're not coming back. Understood. They scramble and grab everything. Matchstick grabs some of the clothes that they had in the dressers for us. If we're taking, if we're taking off, we may as well take some free stuff too. Whatever you can carry. Tina, put these in your pack. Probably I'll come in handy at some point. Keel, look, if we can get out of here, if we can get back to the ship, we can use the floor model to at least do something. We just need to hurry. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just get out of here. If we're going to do something, we're going to do something. Whatever happens, whatever happens, we're going to, let's just go. Yeah. Okay, how do you guys exit? Carefully. Um, so, the floor plan is such that the lifts that you would have to take would bring you right back down to the fight. And if you went out the front door, you have to go through all the atrium area that is at the top of the steps of balance. Are there any big windows? Yes, you have a big window. Just, actually, so to be clear, you do not have a big window. You are close to a big window. So the way that this floor is laid out is such that... One second. You are here. This is your room. Over here, including a lift to the kitchen, is the communal dining area. This all is glass. Okay. So you could rappel down the side of the building if you so chose. Otherwise, you take these lifts or you take the kitchen lift. The other side of the hallway is a mirror of this, except it's a recreation area instead of a communal eating space. And there's so they no might lifts. Have, they might have heavier things to throw through the window. Potentially. I mean, you've got like friggin schoolroom lunch tables here. And blasters. <laughs> And blasters and explosives. <laughs> okay. Do we have any gear for getting down the building? On the outside of the building. We have rope. Okay. We're going to go through the cafeteria. It sounds like the face distant closest option. And we'll get down to the ground and we'll make a circle to the orum. Right, sir. Let's... Direct routes are bound to have someone along them. Let's go. So the glass shatters. You tie off against a, one of the metal pole. Like, basically, it's a metal frame with glass panes in between it. So you tie off the rope against the metal frame and you rappel down. Can I have one of you roll a stealth just to see how spotted you are? This will be hard. I have two green and stealth. My stealth is three green. Okay, you're better at that than me. <laughs> uh, what's the difficulty average? Easy? Hard? A wash with a threat. Okay. As you make your way to the ground, your feet touch down when you hear a very unwelcome, familiar voice. Now, ho hold on. What's all this going on over here? I don't think you're supposed to be blowing up our, our windows. Shut up, Dob. Dob, Dob, hear me out real quick. Okay. It was an emergency up on our floor. There's a fire and we had to get out quickly. 
Okay, okay. I want you to hear me out real quick. And he grabs your wrist. Uh, and Keel. Mm-hmm. Whose wrist? Plex. And injects okay. you with poise. Plex, you feel nothing. Now, Dob, You're going to go back to your room. Now, Dob, I want you to hear me out. Go criff yourself. And then Tina slaps him on the shoulder and injects the poise and says, You're going to leave us alone. I'm going to leave you alone. Huh. Okay. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too, Dob. Bye-bye. That was our best interaction with him yet. I prefer not to have many more, though. I'm not 100% that I like brainwashing people. Yeah, no, no, I, I got you. But He's all people, he's a Jedi. Some of them are Jedi. Most of them are still people. It's complicated. Did you read my summary of the of the pamphlet? Uh, <laughs> Matchstick looks at you like, right? Right. Just trust me. Okay. Sure, whatever. Let's get going now. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, please go to our Twitter and look at our pinned tweet at So Says Media. The game featured in this show is published by Edge Studios and is used in compliance with their unnecessarily strict fan content policy. Remember, the best way to help a show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods and to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plek Schlutzel. Aaron uses they-them pronouns and can be found on their Twitter at Adorabold. Erica Rebecca Belsas played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any-all pronouns and can be found on his Twitter at Belsas or on their Twitch at Belsas. Emma Hislop played Keel Krennic. Emma also uses any-all pronouns. You can find them on their Twitter at Nocturne Musings. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use Z-Ear pronouns, and you can find everything I do on most any platform at Kat Celestia. All music was written and performed by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for his other tracks. And until next time, stay wizard. We could harmonize our vibrators. <laughs> oh, God. I'm I... going to harmonize both of you, and by that I mean harm you. Yay.